Previously, time stopped. The Cabal had zany antics inside Parallax's time bubble. But now, as it comes to an end, there's an elite squadron of adamantine arrow assassins waiting to take him as judgment. What price will the Cabal pay to escape this time? As the time bubble wanes, the Cabal is met with an unexpected visitor. Opening the back door to the schoolhouse, they see that there is Ermengarde, Ethel Stubbs. But Ethel Stubbs is already in the building with you. What do you do? Um, I want to... Uh, well, first I want to see if they're alive, just a general life sight. Alive. Alive. Exactly the same as the Ethel Stubbs in the building with you. Their patterns are identical, to life magic at least. Um, cool. Then my immediate reaction, because of all the parallaxes, is, is to put a life shield on myself. <laughs> I don't trust copies. Are we? Do we look exactly the same? Like dressed exactly the same? Hair and everything like exactly the same? One of you has a full shovel. That's the one who just showed up at the door. Yeah. Uh, Ethel? Yeah, Mona? <laughs> Both Ethels will say, yes, Mona. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm going to look at the one I know and, like, like, point my eyes in their direction, like... Yeah, that one. Off. That one, for the moment, will shut the door. <laughs> in other Ethel's face. <laughs> other Ethel will start pounding on the door. Um, but in the meantime, your Ethel, um, is going to look at you and say, I have no idea. I, we don't have good luck with copies of people. Um, I turned to Parallax. Did you copy me? Parallax. I'm what have you done? open the door. The other door? Just the door where not, the door where Ethel would just shut the door on other Ethel. Oh. Outside that door is not the backyard. Outside that door is a dark forest that comes too close. The trees there are strange and twisted. You've never seen anything quite like it, but it calls to you, Parallax. Something about it feels right, like you should go into the woods. Do I recognize it? Like, so do I have a feeling of what it could be? I got Ethel, other Ethel right there, and another Ethel behind me. And what kind of mage sites some... are you using? Uh, I think we're going to throw a time set up, actually, because I got other Ethel there. I'm definitely thinking... Uh, she's a product of maybe one of my mishaps, time-related, though. When you look 
at other Ethel, you see that she is about 10 hours older than your Ethel. And you see that her eyes are just glowing with time magic. I'm gonna ask other Ethel. So, so say, when was the last time you and I chatted? Uh, like just us? No, Dad. just in, in general. When was the last time you saw me? I mean, we just played poker and spent five days in this house, not leaving and staring at each other. I'm, I'm not like including other Ethel. Other Ethel. Not the, the Ethel that just uh, walked in the door, though. So she just said that, or? Oh, wait, or... That's, that's your Ethel. Do you want outside Ethel? I want outside Ethel talking to her. I'm very Gosh. curious about one last time she How and I we... talked, if she talked to me. Um, that Ethel looks way less pleased with you, looks way less pleased with you, and says, you have no idea. I've talked to many versions of you many times. You've killed me many times. I got to meet oh. versions of myself. How do you not know? Well, you see, as you have multiple versions of yourself and you've met other versions of myself, um, I have, let's say, I have not associated myself with that other group of myself yet. Through the open so. door, there is a haunting violin music that comes through those darkened trees. At the front door, the sound of the tattooed man's fist on the door starts in slow motion. And you can see that door start to break in, being shattered in half by some sort of magic. The time bubble is about to end. Oh, hey, you want to go out this door? Yeah, uh, so other Ethel, um, what's a point to find her towards the trees? So where'd you come from? Um, that's not important because we can't go back there. But if well, I got out here, we can maybe get out somewhere else. And I kind of, can we not go your oh, way? So what's that way? That point behind her? So the fae. The so the fae, yes. But why don't you want us to go that way? Well, mm, there was this party. I've never been good at parties. Grandmother always said it was an embarrassment the whole time, and apparently it's no different anywhere you go. So we can't reattend there, plus it'd be gauche to show up now. So we can go through, but I started at, well, your place. So we have probable death by killers versus party as well oh, that's all i heard party this way guys <laughs> this way. other way sounds really bad i don't right? know you guys i've heard rumors of the fae 
Like, I didn't know. From the gauntlet. The door explodes into pieces as the time bubble collapses. Standing there, you see the tattooed man. He's now in resumed time. Everyone roll for initiative. Roll 1d10 and add your dexterity plus composure. Do you re-roll 10s with initiative? You do not. Uh, 14. 16. Uh, 8. Do you want me to roll for other Ethel? Uh, I think, fatedly, they both go at the same time. Okay, cheers. Thanks. Okay. So, you said 14? Mm-hmm. In Parallax, you got a 16? So what do you do first? Okay. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to cast um, a time spell. Do I want to sight towards uh, the, the tattoo guy? You do. Or no? Yeah, he's right oh, there. Yeah, I'm, I am going to cast a time spell on him. I forget what it's called. I think it's like wither or something like that. Make him older going to age him. You're going to age the tattooed man. Rend lifespan. Yeah. Can I? Uh, that's definitely going to be a wisdom check as well. You should know. And yeah, Hannah, what are you going to do? Because you're about to have your turn as well. Um, if that starts to take effect such that Hannah can see what the effect of that spell is, they would use the life equivalent, which is accelerate growth, which also accelerates the growth of a human being. And at the subject's growth rate doubles for each level of potency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they would mature quickly. So it's like the same thing, but off like their physical being. Okay. So you both roll your respective die pools. And you also both roll three dice for your wisdom degeneration. So I got three successes with that time roll. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I got two successes on mine. Um, I got one success with a wisdom roll. Okay. Eights are success, right? Yep. So, uh, as you as he steps inside, he immediately grows this massive black beard. His body bulks up and then starts to lean down as he goes through over a decade of aging in just around. Uh, how many successes on that wisdom roll? Oh, that was one. So, good news. Neither of you lose any points of wisdom and you both gain a beat. Um, You also understand that if you keep doing this, you will continue to risk your wisdom. YOLO. Um, So I would do that spell and then be backing up towards the door. Like, we can't stay here. Towards the Fey door. Going towards the Fey. Going towards the Fae. Yeah. Yeah, I vote for the party. The boundary? I'd say that again. 
do you cross the boundary? Um, I would be on the edge of the boundary until I see any sort of like, yes, we're all going to go with you because I'm going to wait for everyone else to go. I don't want to be separated. Parallax, as you step over the door, the world shifts. It's kind of like you were standing on the ground and now you're standing on the ceiling and it gives you this weird disconcerting feeling. With your time magic on, you can see that time just stops working properly. Wherever you are now, time does not hear. The sound of that violin becomes echoey and you can see a figure that you didn't see before walking down the road towards you. They're playing a violin in a long coat with um, tails. And as they are moving towards you, you see that their skin is pale. Their hair is grayed, but they look fairly young. It's a youngish man with grayed hair playing a violin. And you roll Resolve Composure minus two. Uh, one success. With one success, you feel a little dizzy hearing that music, and you start to walk towards it, and suddenly the only thing that you can tell is if you're walking towards the music or away. The door behind you seems to not exist. Then... That guy who you just aged for a bunch of damage is going to activate a prime shield because you guys are trying to kill him with magic as he runs towards you. So he's bursting into this room, not even noticing or not even like stopping to care about Mona and... Ethel's. Actually, no, I take it back. He's definitely going to do a double take on the Ethel's. Like, and of course, both the Ethel's recognize this person as the man who carried their body. There is a sound that ripples through this room. And Hannah, you recognize it. It's a howl from beyond. And the room itself begins to fall apart. There's a spirit mage outside somewhere and they are transforming the space inside here into some sort of not great spirit thing is what you're gonna have to go with. And you all are gonna take some damage. So this spell is actually affecting the entire room. Parallax does not count as being in the room. Uh, so all of you who are in that room are going to take two points of bashing damage, but because of your life armor there, Hannah, you don't take any bashing damage. You are resistant to that bashing. I feel like I put some 
protections on me before this thing, the bubble ended. So it is a spell. You do have armor against this spell. Roll your prime plus gnosis. Uh, do I reroll? Oh, just do I still reroll nines if parallax is in a different universe? Technically, no. Okay. What happens to our oath that parallax is in a different universe? Because of how the Fey works, you have some time to follow parallax. You don't know how long. Yeah. So if. When Parallax disappeared, I guess after that attack, I would be diving into the bay. Okay. I rolled a three. You rolled a three. You block that spell as it comes in. You can sense the magical energy bombarding your soul and you kind of like shift it using the gears so that it doesn't affect you. And it's your turn, Mona. Um. Would I be able to, like, this guy's losing a lot of his life energy. Can I turn that energy into mana? Not without a dot in life or death. Got it. What a waste. And I see, I see Hannah diving through the door and I just like, I think, grab a hold of Ethel's hand and like, Okay, let's go, we're going, and walk through the door as well. So everyone dives through the doorway into the Fae is what I'm hearing. So your Ethel's going to resist because she wants to run upstairs and grab Byron and her urn before you all dive into the Fae world. So she's gonna take off that way. Oh no, I'll come with you. Um, I won't leave you behind. Okay, and um, Faye Ethel is going to cast a death ward on how many people can I cast it on? You can cast it on everyone who's here, so. Okay, on everyone then, I suppose. Uh, Technically not on the two who have gone into the Faye. They aren't here. Okay, well, on double Ethels and Mona then. Um, do I have to roll for that? Yeah, roll death gnosis. Okay, it's up. The death shield washes over you and uh, it's kind of like a spectral pentagram, which is uh, Ethel's nimbus, right? That's what your spells look like. Or is it different for this Ethel? What does her Nimbus look like? Um, I'm going to say it's still like a a spectral like sigil, but it's a far more complicated, more interesting one um, than the one other Ethel imagined. (laughs) Something more lesser Kia Solomon and less high school binder. So there's like hundreds of little sigils around a massive sigil, something that Mona doesn't even recognize. And it washes over you and you can feel, a, it's like a subtle weight pressing onto you. 
And are you going to go through the kitchen staircase or the main staircase to get upstairs to get the skull? Kitchen staircase. Okay. As the two, the three of you? Yeah, we'll bring other Ethel. All right. Mona and the Ethels dart upstairs. Our new band. (laughs) You run through a doorway and start running up a staircase. More people are coming into the house through the parlor, but you can't quite see what's happening there. You rush along the hallway and to the door where you, uh, the Ethels, can see. It's Byron. He's ghosting there, waiting for you. Young Ethel is going to grab the urn and Byron's skull and go, come on, Byron, we got to go. And then start running back down the same kitchen stairs. Okay. As you go down those kitchen stairs. Wait, before we do, can I look out the window? Is the looking out the window, is it those weird woods? No, it's the backyard. Oh, also in my room, I'm going to grab the bag that Mona made for me to carry Byron's skull in. Skull in bag, bag on. Urn, shovel handles, double shovels, go. Okay, (laughs) Uh, hold on, I'm gonna make us invisible (laughs) before we go back down. All right, so roll that forces plus gnosis. As you think about it, you're running into, like you're running down the stairs and suddenly you're like, oh no, there's gonna be a bunch of angry wizards down at the bottom of this staircase waiting to intercept us. A bunch of angry wizards is not the worst thing that could happen though. Uh, I rolled a two. All right. Uh, So actually, before you roll that check, you're casting it over all three of you? Um, I was gonna do one at a time. You can exactly maintain three spells, but you'll have to roll three times. It'll take three rounds. Mm. Did they see us run up the stairs? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, No, there's no time for that. Um, I'm going to try doing it on all three of us then. As you know, this is going to be overreach, and you're also going to take a minus two penalty. Oh, man. Do I use the roll I just rolled? No, because you have to take a minus two penalty. Well, are you using your wrench to reduce paradox or are you using high speech? Um, I am going to use uh, my wrench. Okay. So with your wrench, you're going to have to roll again. All right. So for this roll, you're going to be rolling at a total penalty of minus one and you're casting it on three people. Yes. Okay. So, because the wrench does minus two paradox. That's true. So the paradox on this roll is actually only a chance die. Yeah. Paradox does not occur. Yes. Okay. Forces, gnosis, minus Minus one. Only Parallax was still here. I got one success. 
With one success, the three of you flicker from reality, but you're having a hard time maintaining it. It's not a very potent invisibility spell. And if you move quickly, the outline of you is visible. Okay. I think, um, okay, wait, before we leave, I'm pretty sure the door is right underneath your room. If I'm thinking of the floor plans correctly, all we need to do is go through your room straight down. Then we can bypass the stairs and then just go out the door. Like ghost through the door? Like through the floor, I mean? Yeah, like ghost through the floor and then just walk out the door before they can stop us. Okay, so younger Ethel is gonna go, goes through the floor and then 10 minute older Ethel is gonna like put her head on her hand on that Ethel's shoulder and be like it's okay and uh yeah can I cast ghost ghost gate and can we run through that way uh you could either cast ghost gate on all of you or you could just make the floor ephemeral and drop through it oh do that one okay I don't rather not be a ghost (laughs) I, Ethel's just like, obviously you just become a ghost and that's no big. Um, no, thanks. And we're like slightly invisible, so this should work fine. I like point out exactly where it might be. With six successes, the floor phases out of reality. The bed frame falls through into the schoolroom, as do the three of you crashing down. The other group was following you to the kitchen and did not expect this. They do quickly react using their combat senses. However, uh, you've gotten the drop on them and you can see the yawning portal to the Fae. If you'd like to run through it, you do. The drop on them? Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. To the Fae. Yeah, I bounce off the bed out well, there's no mattress on the bed. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Uh, so the people who are just entering the Fae, so that's everyone who's not Parallax, give me a Resolve Composure minus two check. Yeah. And Hannah, this happens a couple rounds before the others, so. Do I reroll nines now? Yeah. Everyone besides for the older Ethel is so discombobulated as you pass into the bay. Things seem weird. This is strange. The moon is brighter. The stars aligned in strange constellations that you don't recognize. The trees are moving, bending, hither in twain. And there's a violin being played by a gray-haired young man walking down a path towards you. And Hannah and Parallax, you are transfixed with one success by this music. The sound is enchanting. Do you walk towards it or away? Um, 
I think because of Hannah's extensive experience with spirit mischief, they're still hesitant, but they're definitely like watching it with interest. Definitely intrigued. I think I'm so I'm totally entranced. I can't do like a knowledge roll to see if my my folklore knows anything about this creature. You could do a folklore check. Give me a. I actually think it's wits occult check. Wits occult? Yeah, I can still do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got two successes. With two successes on that, you're not sure if this is an actual person, which it could be, or if this is like a spirit here in the Fey. But you think back, the only story that you can recall with this transfixing violin is the Pied Piper, who would summon animals and eventually children from their homes to follow him. Uh, What does the world look like with my spirit sight on? With your spirit sight on, everything here is indeed a spirit but the spirits are shaped strangely as if they are more literal embodiments. The tree spirits are these trees. There is no gauntlet here. The path spirit is this path. The music spirit coming from that violin is powerful spirit of some kind, which is in some ways seductive and enthralling. You get a sense that the music should be comforting, that by listening to the music, you're able to relax. That's when Mona and the Ethels show up and the younger Ethel and Mona are entranced as well by this music, but the older Ethel knows that that's the music that was playing in the ballroom. The ballroom in the Feywild or the ballroom with the ghosts? Ballroom in the Feywild. Okay. Um, So many ballrooms. So many ballrooms, so little little time. So, older Ethel is going to steer the group in whatever direction is not that. Um, Even if that means breaking out into the trees. Yeah. Do you want to... So, this place is a realm of fate. And you could use a fate site to examine it for a way out with a fate gnosis check. I was actually just going to ask that. Is there a way that I could, like, take a good cold way to go? So... Hmm. Um, can I use high something? Can I draw a quick sigil to, to do the spell for a bonus? Yeah, absolutely. So with high speech, a sigil, writing your intention out of find a safe path will add plus two to this roll. Thank goodness. Now it's 
those two were wonderful. This is zero. <laughs> well, zero's re-roll and you could get even more, in fact. Well, that's what I meant. I got a end up. Nice. Well, with four successes, you look around and you can tell a few things immediately. One of those things is that these woods here are dangerous. Running into the woods will in some way damage your soul. It's a bad place to be. If you are to turn and break away from the music, then you can run down this path. And from there, you get this strange shifting sense that fate is what you make it. And you could write the ending to this story with hmm. a fate spell. Okay. I'm going to ask our my new companions very quickly, where do you want to go? Where would be safe? They're all dumbstruck, just staring straight ahead at this music. None of you are walking forward, are you? Okay, I'm going to then pick a, I'm gonna pick one of the um, parks on the North Shore that Crane, like Crane Beach or something like that, that Ethel liked when she was younger. It was a very comforting place and they went with the real Ethel. Um, and I'm gonna pop the group out there. <laughs> All right, well, while you can envision that place, try that. it doesn't exist in the Fae. Ooh, okay. Can but, I try to run to the Fae to a door to there? Um, you can try to bring yourself in that direction. You can try to write that destiny in the cards. And I'm gonna use that four successes that you rolled before and you can kind of like see or hear the waves of the beach nearby. Who are you grabbing to bring with you? Um, I'm going to grab Mona seems less enchanted, Mona and Ethel, than Hannah and Parallax. They're all pretty one success enchanted by this music. Guys. Uh, okay. I'm going to start pushing, I guess, them all one of the... I can't just push them. They're totally... totally um, yeah, as you push on... Mona, Mona rolls another resolve plus composure check. Is it still minus two? It's still minus two. Zero. Mona can't even move. And that figure is drawing closer with a smile. Kind of a kind smile on his face. Um, smack, smack us in the face. <laughs> okay, I'm going to smash that guy's violin with my shovel. Okay, you can do it with death or run up to it with your shovel, yeah. Uh, I was gonna run up and hit it. Okay. As you I run towards him, though, he moves and his body moves inwards on itself. There's this strange thing that happens where his feet seem to stay put, but the inside part of his body pulls backwards and you can see that there's like this vast darkness inside of him and from that darkness there is 
several shadows that ripple out. How are you defending yourself? What is this? Um, it's the Fae. <laughs> Welcome to the Fae. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, can I... Are there any death spells I could do that would, like, now sort of destroy the shadows? Or is it too late because they're shadows? Yeah, you could try to destroy those shadows as you, they come at you one by one. Roll Death Gnosis out of Yantra if you would like. Sure, I will draw a sigil of protection in front of us. With five successes, the sigil lights up in front of them, and as they touch it, they are bent away from it, screaming in pain, as whatever is there is not immune to death. It experiences some light death as it encounters your death ward as you blast the area in front. The music even gets a little bit quieter and everyone can see this is happening, but you're a little saddened by the lessening of the music. Oh no. Why is this other Ermengarde taking away the music? We were enjoying that, Ethel. Let the man play. Let the ghost scary soul man play. <laughs> the shadows that rippled out from the inside of the ghost shadow scary man play, uh, they dance around the edges of that ward that you established. And you can see that they move on four bent legs. It's hard to make out any discernible features of the shadows, but you can tell that there are at least three of them here. As the man is playing, he looks at you in a heartfelt way, hurt. Uh, I shake Hannah this time, just keep trying to shake people back to like themselves. As you jostle Hannah, another resolve plus composure check is afforded. If only you had mine, mages. Is it oh. still minus two? And why I shake Hannah, I stomp Parallax's foot as hard as I can with my heel. Yeah. <laughs> Parallax, you can also roll a resolve composure minus two. Alright. I only have two dice on this roll. Ooh, three successes. With three successes, you can tell that something's not right here. Why is Ethel freaking out? This other Ethel seems really concerned about this music. You don't share that sentiment, but you do know that something is happening here. Okay. Um, I go, Ethel, what, what is the problem? Cover your ears. Just cover your ears. Tight. Um, yeah, I mean, I would make myself temper. I would make myself deaf, basically. Like, I've, it's something I've done before. Okay. Um, are you deleting your ears or just removing your ability to hear well? 
I'm removing my ability. I'm making myself um, hard of hearing. Yeah, that's an easy life spell to do. Just life gnosis. Parallax, did you roll that resolve composure check? Two. Two. Uh, with two successes, you are mad at this person who stepped on your foot. You are not <laughs> mad about the music, but you are kind of interested in the music. What do you want to do? I'm definitely going to address that. I was like, why? How? Uh, what's okay? What did I do to deserve that? You can't blame me for what other parallaxes have done, okay? I'm sick of being taking the brunt of whatever they do, okay? God. Cover I'm your sorry. ears. Uh, cover my ears. Cover your ears. There's more music that begins joining with the violin, and it's so enchanting that before you can cover your ears, Parallax, roll a another Resolve Composure minus two. And can I just cover Mona's ears while I'm having the rest of this conversation? Uh, yes, you can. But Mona, you, the sounds begin to drift off as your ears are covered. Um, and you miss them. <laughs> <laughs> I shed one tear. <laughs> I wanted to listen to that music. Um, I failed my roll. I'm making myself hard of hearing. Ooh, then you have to roll another resolve composure check before you can oh, try no. again. I got three on that last one. Okay, so you do cover your ears, Parallax. Two. Two. You just don't really want to. So you, you can do it, but you're going to not completely remove your hearing because you're kind of interested to see how the song ends. Yeah. And there's all these new voices chiming in. It sounds almost like a haunting choir of singing voices from somewhere in the trees and maybe all around you coming closer and closer in the fag. Hmm. Can I also cast something to try to, to destroy the um, the violin, like make it age and decay and fall apart? Yeah. You look at the violin and you can roll death gnosis as you do so. You are a powerful death mage. Woo. Am I though? I rolled success with that one. Um. Yeah, the violin does seem to age a little bit, but it, he's still playing it, even though it's aging. And it kind of got a sad, wistful look on his face as this is happening. And there is a retinue of people coming from behind him. Many of them are wearing what look like masks, but also are their faces. <laughs> They are dressed in exquisite clothes and leading them is a woman with red hair. Oh dressed no! Dressed in the finest dress of all. They're kind of pleasedly swaying back and forth to the music. And some of the people in their retinue seem to be where that choir of ghostly voices is coming from. You've got an action. And what do you do with it? 
has a trigger of groups of people and masks. Oh man, it's not good. You should take a beat and roll a resolve composure check. So there's some people in masks coming. Resolve composure? Yep. Um, is there a fate-type spell I could cast that would make it, like, change the likelihood that they stumble upon us, that they might miss us in some way or not notice us? Hmm. Normally, I would say, even with Fate 4, they're in visual sight of you. That that wouldn't be possible. But you're here in the Fae. Roll me a Fate Gnosis check. I got two uh, All right. And I'll so, use high speech while I do it. Sorry. All right. Uh, Hannah, you are not freaking out. You are not going into a panic state. You are seeing these figures. They are interesting. They are not quite the same. You're gonna be okay. Reassuring yourself of that. Plus they have such lovely music. And then the next thing that happens is a swarm, an absolute swarm of birds bursts across the road, breaking the line of sight between the musician and yourselves. The birds are strange. They're many different colors and all of you snap out of that music. What? Whoa, what? Why? What? The birds have two heads. The birds have three heads. The birds are all different flavors and kinds and they are just, a, it's not stopping. There's just so many of them. They're just all flying across the road. Uh, is that door still behind us? No. <laughs> oh God. Okay, let's get out of here. Okay, uh, okay. Now, can I get the group to run in the direction that I thought I heard the ocean before? Yes. Okay. If they want to. Uh, quickly, this way. I'll explain later. And then take off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I book it. Yeah, all right. I there are strange things along the road in the trees. The trees themselves bend and twist. Mona, you're not looking at any of it? No, I hate this place. I hate it so much. <laughs> With my prime sight, do I, my, like, um, do I see any magic? Just off the road, you do no. see a little bit of magic. Just nope. on the edge of your sight. Nope. Nope. I hate, um, I hate this place. <laughs> so upset. Paralyzed this is worth, worse than being dead. <laughs> Oh no. Yeah, I guess I'm generally looking around, but I know got my sights on Ethel and following her. Okay. You're rushing, you're running, following this new Ethel. Trustworthy Ethel. Good Ethel. Mm. And the sound of the ocean becomes apparent to all of you you find yourselves breaking the tree line and you see that there is a vast ocean beyond. The ocean moves in a strange silvery way as if it's made of liquid mercury. The moon reflects eerily upon it and it does look very similar 
to the park that you remember. But yet, it's not quite the same. There's something changed about this place. Down at the waterline, strange fish leap through that mercury water, some of them leaping onto the land and walking from it, where they are dancing around silver fires, as the partygoers used to do in the real world. The walking fish don't seem to notice you yet. And you're all a decent ways away on some rocks. Yeah, you guys, I have tripped this hard before. I don't like it this time. Uh, <laughs> can I roll a cult to see if I know how to get out of the fae? Yes. Would that be a cult? Um, intelligence. Intelligence. One success. So you have no idea how to get out of the Fae. Okay. You are aware that you are in the Fae. Yeah. You're pretty sure that um, Fae creatures have a way of leaving the Fae. And you're also pretty sure that this is tied to fate magic somehow. Oh, fate magic. I have fate magic. You all have fate magic, in fact. Ooh, ooh. Okay, you guys. Let's... Let's um, uh, shift the odds and ask the world what we need, which is to get out of the Fae together. Does old Ermengarde, did she open that door intentionally or was she equally surprised that she suddenly came upon everybody? Well, she was really trying to get home and she was running for her life. Okay. And she just happened to get home or to that home. So I, I will explain to everybody that I brought us to the beach um, and then other me will interrupt. Be like, yeah, I remember this beach so much. You know, that little thing. And then like, but I thought that last time I just thought if I, I concentrated much going home, we would get out and feel we're mostly there. Mona, what were you thinking? So we can use our fate magic to will uh like the world what we need and shift the odds that way to get us out of here but you um, do want to all cast a group ritual a group fate yeah. spell yeah um i can like draw some atlantean runes in the sand and connect a big circle that we could stand around I can draw maybe a doorway um, into the air. That's eventually what we walk through to get out. I'm concerned because we are super faded in some interesting ways. And we might not end up in the place that we want to go, but it might be, you know, our destined place. Mm -hmm. Are we prepared to leave one dangerous hot mess for another dangerous hot mess. Honestly, I'd rather be in our own personal world of dangerous hot messes than the phase dangerous hot messes. 
Okay, good point. And then Hannah goes and finds some clay sticks and starts you know, slowly lighting them in a circle around all the sigils and things that you're going so that they're little burning smoking piles. All right. Um, if you are participating in this ritual, roll a fate plus gnosis. Um, and this does take a point of mana as the other fate spell did for Ermengarde for everyone except for Parallax, who is totally fine with casting fate spells all the time. One. But I, oh, I, it's too late to roll a willpower. Six. Oh, and it's plus one for the burning each Did you say you got six successes, Mona? Yeah, and it cost a man, uh, mana? Yeah. Yep, I got six well, successes. Seven successes. Seven? Jeez, I only got one. I'm actually the fake person. <laughs> <laughs> so Mona. I'm very, and I really want to get out. The, I'm very motivated. Mona and the second Ermengarde join hands. And as you do, you each experience the other's worldview for a moment. And for both of you, the world seems to be made out of gears, but the gears are like made out of balloons. They're funny party animal gears. These animals here are turning and twisting. And you can see that through the turning and twisting, down there on the beach, there is a path over the water you could walk right along the surface of the sea and out to where you see that there is a shimmering blankness. It's like the edge of the storybook. Yeah, uh, younger Ermengarde looks at that and looks at Mona and Parallax and kind of smiles a little bit and goes, it's like when I met you. Pointing <laughs> at the kind of path into the water. All right, off do we go. You'll have to walk past the fish people who are dropping onto their legs and then turning those into fins, then flying out into the water. Mm. Can anyone make us invisible? Yes. Can we cast another spell while maintaining this spell? You can. You can hold spells equal to your gnosis. Okay. Can I also try to age and deteriorate the fish people? You want to kill all those beautiful fish people down there? Yes, you <laughs> can. We could just Everyone... like, walk by well, them. They're not vicious. Well, like, <laughs> huh? We're going to fight a bunch of fish people now. That's going to aggravate them for sure. All right, I won't kill, kill the fish people. Shot. Yeah, I think, like, let them do their thing. Can we, like, walk around them? You can walk through their midst, but they're pretty much all over the beach by where the path begins. Can I just, um, so, like, I can, uh, I can control, can I control where the light bends 
So instead of turning us invisible, I'd like to uh, control where the light is bending so that they don't see us. We call that unvisible. <clears throat> so yes, you may. Uh, it is going to perhaps provoke paradox as you overextend here. Um, oh, I know. We can just jump right over them, right? You could. Yeah. You could with your forces. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Uh, change the gravity here so when I jump I go high and land on the other end you are right now on top of some sandy dunes and it would be a good 40 foot drop if you just leapt all the way to the sand and while gravity here would be changed it would not be changed over the entire area you're not sure how solid the ocean is there. Okay, new plan. I know there's a way to do this. Can I make the weather turn rainy and so their party ends? Because the bonfire will be put out by the rain? You can make the weather turn rainy. I will try that. Okay, roll control weather as you pull in a storm over the beach. I'm rerolling nines. That's true, because you're on a field trip with Parallax. Three successes. All right, the clouds move in and it becomes gray. It starts to rain down onto the fire. But as the water hits the silver flames, they don't extinguish. The fish ah. revel in the rain, splashing around. I make it stop right now. I make it sunny. <laughs> well, it can't be sunny because it's nighttime here. But oh, man. I could turn us into birds. We could fly over. It can be fun to be an animal sometimes. Well, you can make us look like one of those fish people and then we could just dance right through. That's a bad Ever idea. Since the worm incident, I don't <laughs> I care for that idea. And I wasn't entirely super thrilled with this idea but could just you know portal us out of here somewhere else not necessarily better than our current situation though Ooh, what if i turned the rain into freezing rain Ooh, do you want to do it do you want to yeah. freeze all the rain roll another yeah. forces plus gnosis check <laughs> But what if it freezes us? It's only raining on them. I made a very localized storm. <gasps> I'm rolling so well. <laughs> I'm rolling so well. I'm already up to like 
seven. I'm just going to stop. Uh, no, keep rolling. Tell me how many. <laughs> okay. Eight. With eight successes, suddenly there are massive golf ball-sized hailstones that are impacting the fish people who scream with like... Another one gets pelted in the head and silver blood leaks from its head. It flops no, on the ground no and it starts flopping towards the ocean as they all try to get into the water before they are all hit by this icy hail. And the hail is coming harder and harder. Several of the fish people are just being pummeled and flattened by the hail. Um, no, I'm sorry, I meant for it to snow. The, uh, you, you trying to like ease off and it starts snowing, just a light dusting on top of the badly pummeled fish people. Thank God, I'm gonna like run up to the fish people and apologize. Oh, you're gonna run down the beach towards the fish people, you say? No, I'm not. So is you, <laughs> no? No. No? No. <laughs> Mona starts and Ethel just reaches out and like grabs her shirt like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this world, I hate this world, I hate this world. Get me out of here. There's snow falling on the fish people who are still writhing in pain. They've already been bludgeoned. The other fish people are not coming back out. And it seems to be getting grayer and colder for all of you here. The snow is falling around you now too. I think it's time we walk across this ocean. So all of you are going to walk out to where the fish people were partying by the silver flames. Um, this path, is, like the, the flames are in the way of this path. They're very near to it, yes. Can, can we go around it? No, you have to go through where they were partying. It's pretty close to several of the silver flames. Can I um, see if I can control this flame, even though it's silver? I attempt yes. to control the flame. What do you want the flame to do? Um, get smaller. Okay. And I'm using um, my wrench and high speech, so that's plus three. Yep. Three successes. The flame does, it reduces, it gets smaller and smaller. It doesn't go out, but it's very tiny. There are four flames here on the beach and the one closest to you is now small. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and we're only gonna pass through like close to one of them to get through? They're about Distance is hard to tell here, but they're fairly close to one another. Okay, I'm gonna attempt to do it for all four of them. With an overreach? Or do you want to do them one at a time? You, you won't be able to do all of them at once without overreaching. One at a time, just like as we're approaching. Okay, so as you approach each one, roll three more times. So you're keeping the fire down. 
uh, four. All right, yeah. And as the team walks past, you release the spell. The other fire goes back up. You're now walking through the snow, through the flailing fishmen, and towards the ocean. And uh, another four. The four on the second roll brings the third fire down. Sorry, the four brings the third fire down. And now you're almost at the ocean, pretty much there. Is there one more? There is. And you can see that from the snow-covered waters, little fish heads are poking up to look at you. You're very close to them. And to the injured fish people lying on the ground. And since the things in the fray are spirits, basically, like they are embodied spirits, can I figure out what kind of spirits these fish people are? Yes. Cool. I did not think about that until then. With two successes, you want to know what type of spirit it is? Yes. Um, I guess it's type and it's Bane. So these spirits are spirits of the life cycle. They are spirits of... not just life itself, but they're spirits of revelry in life. And you sense that the bane of these fish spirits is fishermen and the tools of fishermen. Guys, guys, these guys are all about the life cycle, but they hate fishermen. Can we, do you have any, is there, Anything we can do with fishing rods? You've moved away from the trees, so you can't even like get a stick to use as a fishing rod. Uh, a string. Is the goal just to scare them with the fishing rods? Well, see, the thing about the life cycle is that big fish eat little fish and the cycle. And I don't know if these guys are the big fish or the little fish or if we're the little fish. And uh, They are smaller than you. These fish people. Up close there. Make yourself into like a giant whale or something that eats little fish. I could be a giant fish. Yeah, but don't be a whale because whale can't really eat anything that big besides krill. But sharks could eat little fish. Yeah. Not a fisherman, though. They might be totally okay with me eating all of them. I don't really want to eat them. You're standing at the edge of the ocean as it laps up into the frozen snow, and the snow rains all around you. And from back where you came from, you can hear faint music. No, no. Can I um, kind of like freeze over the top of the water around us as we're traveling 
across the ocean. Yeah, do you want to walk across the Mercury Sea? Yeah, I think I want to like ice the top in a bubble around us as we're walking through. So nothing can like jump out on the sides at us. Um, yeah, you can roll. It's going to be hard to do, so it might take some time, but it's forces plus gnosis. This isn't water. This is mercury, right? Hard to tell without trying some. Mm. No. So a shark would be a bad option anyway. <laughs> Uh, with three successes, yeah, it's just too hard to freeze. Like you can freeze it a little bit, but it's moving and the ice breaks. The ice is gray when it forms, like a complete gray. Also, the two of you who rolled those exceptional successes on the fate escape check know that you can just walk across the surface of this water if you would like. Let's do it. Uh... When you said there's a path, is there like a dock? No dock. It's just straight out into the ocean. Oh. Um. Okay. Um, before we step onto the water, I'm going to put a spirit shield around all of us. Uh, that'll be overreach to put it around all of you. Uh, let me see what I've got in my pocket. Older Ethel extend the death shield to include Hannah and Parallax? Uh, yes, it'll require rolling again and it'll be at a minus four penalty. Minus four penalty? If I fail it, do I lose the shield that was on the three of us? No. You okay. can maintain both at your level of mastery. Okay, so I use my survival knife and I draw a big circle around, around all of us like it's going to be one big shield. Um, and I use high speech, um, two. Yes, that's enough. Uh, some old like fisherman's protection prayer, which I don't know, but Hannah would. Yeah, you could roll a survival plus intelligence check to no one. one you're pretty sure that there's something to do with thanking the sun uh but you're not entirely sure you want to make up a fisherman's prayer and the seas become and all of our fishing hooks be sharp I just draw a circle around all of us. Um, Tell me when you set off into the surface of the water. I had two successes. Right. Paradox does not occur. Right. Who's going first? <laughs> I'll go first. I'll go first. You step onto the water and it holds your weight, though it shifts slightly. Excellent. I, uh, I keep my head down and I go in that direction. 
want to get out of here as fast as possible. Okay. Who okay. follows next? Hannah goes after. Younger Ethel will follow Hannah and older Ethel will go intentionally last. Okay. I guess we'll go second to last then. <laughs> I'll give like older Ethel a look and be like, yeah, you, you want to, I should like think about I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. You know what I just realized? What? Finnegan. He's back in the house with all those mages. We didn't oh, no. take Finnegan. Oh. Oh no. Is well, he gonna be okay? They won't kill him. The they won't kill him. Five of you walk across the Mercury Sea. Is anyone looking to your left and right, or are you all focused straight ahead? Uh Straight ahead, this is reminding me very much of like, taking paths, yellow brick roads, all the spirit walking, you just go straight. <laughs> You're walking across the surface of the ocean and there's something moving on your left and right sides. Massive things moving just below, but you're not looking at it, right? No one's looking to see what's on your left and right. I feel as much as I want us to be good, I feel like younger Ethel would look. <laughs> okay. As younger Ethel. Right and older in, Ethel's a parallax away. She can't stop yeah. it. <laughs> younger Ethel, you, uh, you see what's on either side. It's whales. There's a big old whale on either side, like a humpback whale. But one of them is dead. Oh. It's swimming. It's moving. Its eyes are rotted. Its flesh wearing away. The other whale on your left, completely alive. Katie, does a dead humpback whale sound familiar? Well, there were definitely, definitely pods of dead whales five years ago. Yeah. That's a... <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. Ermengarde will just go, whales! There's dead and living whales. <laughs> looking at the whales. Don't look at them. She's... Don't look... Like, can I look away or am I now in transfixed by the whales? Okay. You could look away if you want to. If Mona tells me to not look at the whales, I'll look away from the whales. Okay. I really want to look at the whales. <laughs> Out here, a fog begins to set in and it's a thick fog. It's the kind of fog where you can't even see two feet in front of you. All right, everyone. Put your hand on the person's shoulder in front of you. And I'm going to, I can control this. I'm going to, um, control the temperature in front of me. So as I'm walking forward, it's getting, um, Hmm. 
I don't know how to control fog <laughs> getting either warm enough or cold enough for it to like disperse. You try to first make it warm and then you try to make it cold, but the fog keeps rolling in around huh. you. You're trying to control weather, but the fog here seems everywhere, ever present. Do you continue to walk forward as you're doing this? Yeah, the path is still in front of us. As far as you can tell, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. All right. So as you keep walking, there becomes a moment. And anyone have a mage sight up? Prime. You're at sight on all the time. I guess yeah. Anne's life's on all the time. Hmm? I think it's spirit on us all the time. Okay. You can tell that this fog is a spirit with spirit sight on all the time. Um, mm -hmm. And Victoria, what'd you say? Death. Death. There's no real death here. But suddenly, all five of you drop into the ocean. You fall splashing into salty sea water and the fog begins to lessen as you resurface. Does anyone not have dots in athletics? You have no dots in athletics? You horseback rode. I thought you rode horses. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be a strength check to swim here. At least it's salt water and not mercury. I think we did it, you guys. How does a strength check work? Uh, so just roll a die for your strength. However many dots in strength you have. The you one that comes pre-darkened. Oh, I rolled a two on it. Want to roll for the other Ethel as well? All right, this is older Ethel. Older Ethel rolled a six. It's only You're 10 hours older. Drowning. <laughs> Can I see if I notice that Ethel was drowning? Uh, well, you all notice that you've fallen into the ocean. The waves aren't particularly violent right now, so you can kind of all see each other, and you can see for a moment that... The, uh, the Ethels are flailing in the water, uh, making quite a bit of ruckus. Their heads are not staying above the water. It's okay, just swim. You're, you're okay, just swim. Okay, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna swim over. It's pretty athletic. Swim over and try and uh, help the younger Ethel. Yeah, roll a strength plus athletics check to help younger Ethel stay afloat. Most of us do that, I'll get older Ethel because she's right behind me. Okay, strength athletics then. I'm just confused. I think everyone knows how to swim. <laughs> With two successes, you are there, but now both of you are kind of having a hard time. Uh, neither of you are drowning, but you are not successfully swimming. You are just kind of like flailing about in the water. Uh, it's enough for the young... Er, uh, Ermengarde to get some air in her lungs, though. Okay. Um, Hannah's going to look and see where the closest land is. You can see there are some steep cliffs in one direction. And in the other direction, 
you can see what looks like a wooded coastline. Um, okay, is the coastline close? They're both pretty far away. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to let go of Ethel, submerge myself, submerge underwater, and then give Ethel gills. Ethel, you've never had gills before. (laughs) Parallax, how'd you do at saving older Ermengarde? I got four successes. Oh, wow. With four successes, you like get up underneath older Ermengarde and you two are both swimming okay right now. Do you want to start moving towards the land? Mona, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm. I think I'm going to swim towards the the woods because the cliffs don't look as easy to get up onto. Yeah, if Ethel can't swim, Ethel probably can't climb either. Yeah, I'm doing the backstroke. Yeah, we'll do that uh, towards the forest line. All right, everyone who is swimming towards the forest line, roll a stamina plus athletics check. Um, and that includes, of course, the Ethels. Ooh. I got nothing higher than a three. (laughs) Just the one for me. Oh, man. You are all kind of not making any progress as the ocean (laughs) pulls you back out every time you swim in. But do you say you got a success there? Old Ethel's got one. Wow. (laughs) All right. So... You are able to kind of swim, and Ethel, who has gills, is able to, like, understand that you have gills now. You've got gills on the side of your neck, and you can, as long as you are moving underwater, breathe underwater. So I have a force of spell that makes me able to swim better. Mm-hmm. I'd like to cast that. Yep, do it. Um, when Hannah starts struggling, they give themselves some webbed hands and feet. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that'll give you a bonus on your next check, assuming that you successfully cast the spell. Oh, yes. Three. Four successes. Five successes. Mona, you can easily part through the water friction is just gone. It's effortless to you now. You're like a speedboat. Do you want to go out ahead of the party? Um, I think I'll like help whoever looks to be struggling. Okay. They're all struggling. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyone who wants to can roll another stamina plus athletics check and for Gills and Webby it's plus two. Um, Yeah, you should roll another stamina plus athletics check as well. You can easily part through the water, but I want to know how you're doing at swimming. Yeah. So, oh, wow. So, yeah, everyone's swimming towards shore except for parallax, and everyone can roll wits composure besides for parallax to see if you notice that parallax isn't with you. Two. Yeah, you notice the parallax Two. isn't with you. Um, I'll go help parallax. 
Okay. The two of you should roll another stamina plus athletics check. And you've been out here for a while. You're kind of getting tired. Except for Mona. Zero. You can't really help Parallax. You're not able to help him with your swimming. Can I uh, cast the spell on him? Yes, you can. You got two successes. Uh, Ethel, did you get any successes on that Wits Composure? Uh, two on the Wits Composure. Um, and then on the second swimming, younger Ethel got two, but older Ethel got zero. So younger Ethel has pretty much made it to shore. And you notice something here. Those cliffs are your family's cliffs. That is where the party happened. Oh no. If you swim to the right, you could go home. Hmm. Uh, or leaving somewhere safe. <laughs> could swim towards the left and go into those woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. <laughs> Into the woods to grandmother's house. And home before dark. Only not. Um, so everyone besides for the younger Ethel who has pretty much made it to shore by this point, give me another stamina plus athletics check. Uh, I rolled a seven to help uh, Parallax with the swimming oh nice well so he still needs to swim but it'll be effortless for him now to move very fast so that's nice but i failed again <laughs> got no successes the second time so you start getting water in your lungs uh, you want to give me a stamina plus resolve check there trevor are you eating a heart katie yeah what shape is that Lollipop. Yes. <laughs> All right. This time we did a little better. I got three successes. All right. With three successes, you are still swimming, but you still need to make another stamina plus athletics check and get some successes to swim out of this water. Uh, what about older Ethel? Has older Ethel gotten any more successes? Two? Yeah, that's enough to pretty much make it to shore where just the two Ethels are now at shore. Right, my second roll, I got two this time. With two successes and Mona's forces spell, you are cutting through the water. You're like a speedboat. Just whoosh, 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 whoosh. Um, no deal. Yeah. So the place where you just so happened to be fated to come out is the place where episode one has begun. There are some small rocks here and there's some twisted trees. You recognize this area as being, both Ermengards, of course, recognize this area as being where you first encountered that woman, Blanche Floor. If you go through their family lands, which are supposed to be inaccessible. No one's supposed to be able to get to their family lands. Then you would be able to reach the road where you found Hannah. It's all come 
full circle. Didn't you have tea? Weren't you supposed to have tea with Madame? Yeah, Sarah I was just about anyway? to ask what day of the week is it? Is it Sunday finally? Would <laughs> <laughs> have been worked out. Interestingly, you aren't sure because you've been in the Fay. <laughs> Yeah, let's just say we're here for tea. I'm going to say, can I do an improvised time spell to try to figure out when we are at, if possible? Yes, you can. I'm going to roll for that. Uh, So just before the other three reach the beach, are the Ermengarde saying anything to each other? Um, No, I think they're just silently staring at each other for one second. They're kind of collectively overwhelmed <laughs> and then the three others swim up <laughs> i rolled seven successes on that time check <laughs> so time has passed quite rapidly here and you can tell that the time is four days later you have in fact missed your tea. Oh no. no. <laughs> so uh, by four days later, it's like Also, what? that means Monday? that you've been gone for four days in the day. And everybody gets a beat. Because when you experience magic in the Fey, you get beats. Um, I think that also, Everyone gets a beat for encountering this time-displaced Ermengarde, including time-displaced Ermengarde. Um, everyone gets another beat for doing wizard fight. And another beat for surviving violinist. Yep, you learned a lot today. Don't go to the Fae. Yeah. Or go to the Fae if you want to Go to the Fae if you want to level up, particularly if you're a fate mage. Things just work out there. Has anyone pursued any of their obsessions? So actually, one of mine was to see Floor Blanche. So now that I failed that, what happens now? Actually, sorry, it wasn't an obsession. It was an aspiration, but still. Yeah, well, you can still see... Floor Blanche, um, but you could also switch that out if you'd like to switch it for another one. You won't get a beat though. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. Definitely, now that we're really close, it makes I'll just come by and be like, I'm so sorry, kind of thing. But are we allowed to use some of our experience points now? How many experience points do you have? Uh, well, I have a, uh, let's see, with all those beats I just got, I actually have five and change. Ooh, so, that would be enough to do something dramatic. Yeah, like I want to increase my gnosis to five. Yeah. Yes, you can. You've just ventured through the Fey. Your soul has become enriched by it. Excellent. Next stop is time five. It's happening. No. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, did remembering that I have encountered dead whales before go towards my aspiration of remembering who I was? Um, yes, it did. Take a beat for that. 
Now I have five experience points to spend. <laughs> Do you also want to pump up your gnosis? I can pump it up to four. It's pretty good. Is that still five experience points to do yep. that? Yeah, it's different in second edition compared to first edition. Yeah, it's easier. Easier when you get up higher, it's true. But yeah, so this is going great. What an exciting session that I had no idea what was going to happen. Sometimes the players just go to the Fae and you ablib an entire session. That's the way it goes. You didn't think we would escape through the Fae? I mean, no. <laughs> it would have been easier just if I tattooed. <laughs> just yeah, know. or you could have talked with them. <laughs> he kicked down the door. No, he wanted to attack me. Yeah, he, he was here to murder you. He yeah. sure did want to attack you. It's true. Yeah, no, it was not going to be good. I'd rather just, he also, we, he already died and he got brought back. I wasn't dealing with that. That, that would have been a problem. I can't believe we forgot Brother Finnegan. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they'll kill him because he's not, he's part of their own, like, group. He, he's part of the adamantium arrows, so I don't think we'll kill him. I think he's fine. Use him to get to Parallax, though. Oh, totally. They might even like hold him captive. I'll have to talk to Jane about it. Yeah, it might just work too. <laughs> yeah. And that was four days ago now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which means that those assassins have been looking for Parallax for four days. Yeah. Off the grid. Off the no grid. No knows where we are. Field trip to the Fae. <laughs> Over. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad we got out. That gave Mona the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, uh, One thing that I totally forgot is that in the Fae, your oaths appear as chains binding you to Parallax. Oh, that's cool. Mm. But also not. <laughs> mm. But yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens next time. Maybe you'll go have that belated tea. <laughs> <laughs>